I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. True Hauntings is a Frightfully Good production. Colrophobia is a fear of clowns. Experts estimate that one in ten adults have this fear. While clowns want to spread cheer, some people find them downright creepy. So what could be worse than a single clown? How about an entire motel dedicated to them? This motel is no laughing matter. Aptly named the Clown Motel, this desert destination is straight out of a horror film. Over 600 clowns can be found on the premises, according to the tourism website of Tonopah, Nevada, which refers to the motel as a landmark. Miniature and life-size clowns alike adorn the motel. This themed motel has all the elements that can make it one of the creepiest nights of your life. And directly next door is the old Tonopah Cemetery, where 300 souls rest in peace. Residents have died from plague, injury, the Belmont Mine Fire, suicides and even murder. Is this what makes the Clown Motel a haunted Clown Motel? What could be worse? Prepared to be scared. Hi, I'm Renata. And I'm Anne. Clown phobics, be warned. We are taking you into the middle of nowhere to see what is really going on at one of the creepiest accommodation spots in the world. Anne and Renata have been investigating paranormal occurrences for the past 20 years. They have been at the center of various unexplained phenomena and have witnessed countless ghostly experiences. The duo now turn to high-profile cases that have attracted the eyes of the world. Between the dimensions we see and the dimensions we don't, supernatural forces are at play. Evil lurks within the shadows of our homes and in the darkest corners of our minds. It follows us like a shadow, forever. This is where nightmares become reality. This is True Hauntings. Hi, Anne, and welcome to the studio. Hi, Renata. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. We're doing well. Yes, we are. We're putting on our granny panties and we are just toughening up and uh, getting out there and doing what needs to be done. I have to say, I like your T-shirt today. It's a really nice colour red. She's wearing a like a maroon maroon red with um, a, a big fat eye. A on big it. fat eye, and it's got lots of sparkles and uh, well, it looks really nice. Anyway, just oh, want to say thank you, Anne. I think the colour brightens you up a little bit. Oh. You're looking less drab. <laughs> Thanks. I've been feeling drab today. I'm sucking on a bottle of Powerade. Yeah. um, Because, yeah, I can't seem to um, get my mojo going. Somebody somebody pulled the batteries out of our butt. That's all I can say. (laughs) Or they forgot to recharge them. Absolutely. I'd hate to see how they put those uh, batteries on to charge. No. Mm. Mm. Yes. Now you've chosen this one for today. Yes, the Clown Motel. It was it was on the bucket list to be done, and yes. I, I thought it's about time we um, yeah dive down into it. Um, I did the wrong thing by looking at TripAdvisor. Oh um, no. <laughs> 
report. No. <laughs> and it kind I've of really... Some, I've got something to report it, to you. Don't it, worry. It upset me because <laughs> I thought, oh, no. <laughs> I've made a really bad choice Such here. Such joy. Yes. <laughs> Absolute total joy. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's a lot to do in Tonopa except for the Clan Motel. But anyway... Yeah. Um, we're, we're Did get- I call it Tonopa or Tonopa in uh, the uh, thing? I don't know I what don't I called know. it. Tonopa. Yeah. Let's go with Tonopa. And I, I probably said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're just at that stage. We don't give a flying duck anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We love we love this Clan Motel. I, I would go in a heartbeat. Yes. Except that it takes you... Um, a trip around the world and then like okay. 25 hours to get there and oh, he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, the bum duck nowhere. It's, oh. um, it's look, I've driven through uh, Nevada into Las Vegas and it's an awesome drive. It's amazing. The the beauty of the countryside of America, you would enjoy it, mm-hmm. apart from the fact we're on the wrong side of the road. Mm-hmm. And every time I used my indicators, the windscreen wipers would go on. Mm. But we had that problem with the windscreen wipers in the UK mm. because they've got European cars so mm. everything's back to front. Oh, I can just I can just see the um, the videos that we would record of this place. They would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't know whether we'd actually get any paranormal activity at all. <laughs> but boy, we would bring joy to all of our followers. Oh, there would be so much joy. There'd be joy with a capital JJ. <laughs> So um, very interesting to listen to uh, the ghost stories. Yeah, and I have to say, I um, I found a very funny post right at the very end. You know how you just dig for that nugget of gold? Mm-hmm. Um, I found something at the very end of my studies and my research, which has nothing to do with the paranormal, but I'm going to read it out anyway because it's a hoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. So, Oh, well, hang on. What have we got coming up? Anything coming up this week? Well, Halloween's coming up very, very close. <laughs> We're starting our seance parlour again. Um, yes. We are doing lots of things. We're going to a psychic fair um, in a few weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is on the boil. We've got a dozen um, dishes spinning, plates spinning. <laughs> all those little Let me tell things. you, we've dropped a few. We've just got the super glue out and put them back together uh, and whacked them back up there. Bit yeah. of bit of um, blue tack on the bottom of it to make them stick, mm-hmm. and uh, off we go again. Mm. And we've decided that there might be a bit of a um, a, a trip in November for yes. us, yes, which we can't reveal at the moment well, because reckon, we're not. I no, 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 no. Once those tickets are bought, yep. then then we shall. But I do have to ask you: Are we going to go and see Isaac's show in Sydney on the sixth of October? Mm. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. Let's go hang out with Claire and help flog merch. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. So uh, Isaac Butterfield's show will be on the 6th of October in Sydney. Look it up on his website and the Ghost Grannies will be there helping Claire flog merch. Oh, can we please um, – can we – Please wear our um, yes, our t-shirts. Our, no, no. Well, you can wear one. I'm going to wear the um, <gasps> old, the elderly old, lesbians <laughs> agents of the Antichrist yes, t-shirts. Yes. yes, I think yes. We'll have to do that. Claire might wear our t-shirt, and we can wear our yep. elderly lesbians one. I think that would be a hoot. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. All right, all right. Let's get on with the story. Okay. We head into the motel right next to the haunted cemetery where Joe Mitzi checks us in and fields our questions about ghosts and clowns and flash floods. After a while, an emergency worker walks in and says she's tallying vacancies. Travellers unable to get through on the interstate keep rolling in. Churches may have to open to house them. The Clown Motel has only two rooms left and they are smoking so nobody wants them. Potential boarders walk into the office and back out. Hundreds of clowns staring at them, laughing at them, really. It's an odd place full of creepy clowns and a cemetery nearby where victims of a mining disaster are buried and believed to roam in spirit form. Mitzi's not a believer, but he lives at the motel and knows what drives business, and he seems to really enjoy the novelty. Ghost Adventures filmed here bringing significant attention, as did a fictional clown motel featured in the video game Call of Duty. Celebrity George Takai apparently said he wants to be buried in the cemetery outside, so yeah, business is good. 
I had a girl whose parents flew her all the way from Australia to see the Clown Motel, says front desk worker Mari Brune, adding that certain guests refused to enter the office because of the clowns, insisting the paperwork be brought to them. Apparently the combination of plywood walls, shag carpet and clown figurines, some stacked two or three deep on the wooden shelves, is a little too much for some. There are hobo clowns, fairy clowns, circus clowns, clown candles, clown clocks, clown paintings, a life-size clown sitting on his chair with more clowns on his lap, and a life-size clown statue, equally nightmarish. Why would you stay at a clown motel if you're afraid of clowns, Brune says. It's the third worst phobia in the world. Clown paintings hang above the bed in our room which has been well lived in, we rest, unpack and head out to the cemetery, pausing under a white sign, serving as the gateway and listing the years 1906 to 1911. Miners are buried here, including those who died in the Belmont mine disaster. Pioneers were buried here. Former Nye County Sheriff Thomas Logan was put in the ground in 1906 and allegedly still fires his gun. We stumble around the shadowy frontier plot with reverence and fear, wondering how far it stretches into the dark and careful not to trip on the rocks outlining each grave in the desert soil. One belongs to the father of the man who founded the Baby Blue Motel with white trim. Clown memorabilia collector Leroy David built it in 1990 as a tribute to his dad, who was killed in the Belmont Fire. Michaela wanders its misty parking lot. Her ivory skin, auburn hair and classic beauty have me thinking she'll be mistaken for a ghost. A sudden hailstorm sends us for cover and we head to the motel's second level for a view. We pass clown after clown, one on every door, as we move down the blue astroturf promenade, then back to our room. We go inside and sip our beers. Stories on the internet claim that a staffer dresses as a clown with a ham to give guests their money's worth. At this point, I'm convinced there could be a radioactive unicorn in the parking lot and that a ghost with a chainsaw is about to let him in. But we see no phantoms and drift off to sleep. Well, that was a trauma, trying to get that out. I was having trouble with clown clocks. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it to your imagination what happened there. Mm. Uh, we'll let our poobahs hear the outtakes on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you'd like to become one of our Patreons, don't forget to join the Grand Poobahs for as little as $10 a month. Uh, of course, if you want to pledge more, feel free. Uh, but that story came from the LasVegasWeekly.com, A Night in the Haunted Clown Motel. Yes. So obviously they'd had floods and things. I there was some bit more in there where they said the uh, um, the floods had come through and they would turned the rivers uh, and the desert to a chocolatey brown sort of colour. So um, yeah, just a an interesting story. Mm. All right. Well, let's let's go into some of the history behind this clown motel and see why why it exists in the first place. So this place can be found between Las Vegas and Reno, Nevada, in a town called Tonopah, I think, depending on... Tonopah, Tonopah, whatever. Yeah, who is pronouncing it. So Tonopah is very small. I've had a look on some YouTube videos. And you had to get your magnifying glass out? Of people driving past um, or through Tonopah and... God bless you, Tanopa. I'm sure you're doing the best that you can, but bloody hell, it's tiny. There'd probably be nothing without the Clown Motel. It's very, very isolated, and the population is uh, around 2,500. Now, it was a mining spot in the 1900s, and that's, that's what brought people to the area. Now, if you're keen to learn more about the mining history, I'm sure you are, you can go to the Tanopa Historic Mining Park um, Facebook page and learn about it there. But let's face it, most of the people that are going there are really stopping off to go and spend a night at the Clown Hotel. Goodness only knows why, but never mind. Let's let's see. Let's see. Let's go on with it. Um, I don't know whether I would like this place or not. Well, didn't we have our friend from Hello's Ween stay there shortly? Yeah. Actually, um, shortly, God. Um, not long ago? Mm. 
We, we should have asked her about it. Yeah. Didn't think that through, did we? So We're not thinking much through at the moment. <laughs> this, this is allegedly and also also a haunted clown motel. It's very haunted. I do not know whether there is an, whether there is another clown motel in the world. There could be. <clears throat> this I can one, briefly do an internet search if you want me no, to. No, that's fine. Uh, this one is located on 521 N Main Street in Tonopah and is right next to the Tonopah Cemetery. <gasps> Fancy Whoa. that. Yeah, now no one has been buried uh, at the cemetery since 1911, but it's thought that this cemetery may bring all sorts of ghosts to the What's that song say? To the yard. To the yard. <laughs> we're not bringing the milkshakes to the yard. We're All the ghosts to the yard. Was it my titties bring the milkshake to the yard? Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. And I uh, think I've got the wrong word there, but never mind. <laughs> Some of. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine would. <laughs> Some double D. Oh, stop it. Some of uh, the. It has been said in some of the YouTubes that I have watched that some part of the motel itself sits on top of part of the old cemetery. And this is why there is possibly this activity. (gasps) Poltergeist the movie. So guests have um, cited that there have been various strange noises and that there have been sightings within the motel itself. I would just think if I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and there were a thousand clowns staring at me, I would You'd just... You'd wet the bed. <laughs> I would wet the bed. Uh, there's even... You, you just, I wonder if they put some under the bed deliberately. Oh. To, oh. Or just a hand poking oh. out. <laughs> just, oh. You went um, to our gorgeous Christy there. She'd yeah. be, she wouldn't be... No. No, she'd be in the car. No. Um, so... <laughs> There's even a new room that has a window view of the cemetery. Oh, yes, I read that because they um, they had said that there were no uh, rooms that faced the cemetery and they thought it was a shame, so they've obviously built it. Mm. Oh. Now, if, if you look at the photos of this place, it is about as close to the cemetery as you can get. Yeah, And the cemetery is old, 1911. Well, it's on top of the cemetery, actually. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the headstones and everything are very spare. Sparse? Sparse, sparse, um, few and far between, and it does look like something out of an old Western movie when you have a look uh-huh. at it. Now, did you know that the first... <gasps> no! the f- well, let me tell you that the first week of August is actually International Clown Week and that the first Saturday of International Clown Week is National Clown Day. Oh. And I, I bet that place is full on that day. Oh, I'm sure it is. After all, somebody flew from Australia to go there. Fancy that. There have been more than one. (laughs) So this all started back in 1985 when Leona and Leroy David built the motel in memory of their father, Clarence David, who was a clown lover and collector. And he left a collection of 150 clowns in his home on his death. Now, the David family decided to use them uh, as a focal point and a theme for uh, the motel in memory of their father. Mm-hmm. Um, it's re- a good I, business decision, look, actually. I reckon it just started as a cabinet in the reception area I and reckon it grew they had from there. N- nowhere else to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things you, you that, you know... You, you can't throw away 150 clowns. No, and, like, your parents have left it to you and it was their their treasured thing and you go, yeah. I can't get rid of this. I, they'd come and haunt me. What yeah. am I going to do with it? So you uh, stick it in a corner and... Yeah, I'll stick it in the motel, see yeah. what happens. Nobody um, will notice it. <laughs> of course everyone did and um, that's history. So what about Tonopah? The story goes that a man named Jim Butler accidentally stumbled upon some silver-rich ore in Tonopah after throwing a stone at a donkey in frustration (laughs) and noticing how heavy it was. This is science, this. That's gold. No, it's silver. (laughs) That's gold. Silver. So he went out and he leased uh, claims and collected royalties because obviously he found silver ritual. Now, multiple mining companies were then set up, uh, including the Belmont Mining Company, which was founded in 1912. Geez, I hope you got some money out of it. Jim, I hope you did well. And Tonopa grew into a thriving mining community. Now, the famous cemetery next door to the Clown Motel was founded in 1901, but it was actually closed just 10 years later. 
That's not a long no. service life for a cemetery. No, no. Now, among those buried uh, are the victims of the 1905 Tanopa Plague, as well as the 1911 Belmont Mine Fire, uh, and Sheriff Thomas Logan. Uh, Who I mentioned also, in the sales scoop. Yep, he was shot while trying to save others in a local brothel. <laughs> Only in America. <laughs> this is a great story. Now, um, there is also another gentleman there called George Devil Davis, who was the first African-American man in Tonopah. Oh, I could oh, say really? no, I could say something, but I'm not going to. Okay. Um, now, he was murdered by his wife who shot him in the back. <laughs> she was a catch. <laughs> Although... Um, he served a prison sentence of only one year due to the extensive... Oh, no, she'd served yeah, a, a prison sentence Wasn't he dead? <laughs> yeah, of only one year due to the extensive abuse he afflict, inflicted oh, upon no. her. Well, he deserved it then. Yep. Now, there are all, also graves of Bina Veralt, Ver, uh, of New York, who made national head to- headlines... Oh, after her and a friend made a pact to become wealthy widow, widows and collected clothes and jewellery to today's value of over $2.4 million oh. from men they seduced. Oh. I love these girls. Oh. Oh. Dear idea. Now, Bina uh, went on the run and ended up in Tonopa where she died of alcoholism. So it's a little bit like um, that movie the um, where the two women drive off into the... Sunset. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. It's a bit of a Thelma and Louise story, these two women. Is there a Brad Pitt present? There probably was. They seduced many men to get 2.4 million. Oh, no. Brad Brad got them, I think. (laughs) So, yes, that's another. Oh, all these colourful stories. (sighs) Now, apparently uh, there is a story that um, the cemetery closed because of many different things that affected it. But the real story that the cemetery closed was that the tailings from the Tonopa extension mine kept washing over the graves and destroying all the headstones. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they were yeah eating into the headstones and destroying them. Um, now, the mine was planning an extension of their operations and wanted to prevent the cemetery property from expanding. It's another story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they donated the property of the new cemetery that is still in use today. Now, only about 30% of the headstones are original. Many headstones were rebuilt by the Tonopa Conservation Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened in is it Boot Hill? That's the, the I mean, uh, in Tombstone where they had the uh, all the Wild West people that ah. were killed. Um, they they sort of prettied it up a lot with prettier headstones. They were still sort of um, older style, but mm-hmm. they were you know very neat, clear writing, mm. and it sort of took it away a little bit. Mm. Mm. It's like a movie set. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, in Tonopa, they used old material, which gave it an original look. And many of the graves were marked out by a gentleman who used dousing rods, which was an old technique employed to locate groundwater or other disturbances. Um, But he used it for um, locating grave sites, the grave sites, the original grave sites. So they haven't actually done like a ground survey radar thing, sonar. No, they did later on. Because was he I was right, going to say, yes. Oh, yes. my God. Wow. So the technique proved to be accurate when the plot map was found years later in an addict in Round Mountain in the late 1970s. So there was a plot map. And wow. um, they could tell that he was just about correct. Suck that up, you cynics. Yeah. The power of the dowsing rods. Now, what was the Tonopa Plague? Yeah, in 1905, that was a terrible disease swept through Tonopa. Now, it started as chest pains but led to death within a number of hours. And the sections that were carried out um, to understand what had happened found that the livers of the victims were completely black and hard like stone. Oh, my God. Now, the cause of the disease was accepted to be pneumonia caused by poor sanitation. That sounds like a lot more than just pneumonia. It does. With their livers were hard like rocks. Mm. That sounds like poison. Yeah. Mmm. Yes. So they were mining in an area that was laden with silver. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, maybe a bit of poisoning there, a little bit too much silver ingested yeah. into the, the system. Or, or um, water contamination. Yeah. It, it seemed to all happen at one particular point. Yeah. So it wasn't kind of an extended thing. It, it really, you know, had a, a sort of a, a peak at one mm-hmm. stage where a lot of people died. Now, the Belmont Mine Fire was something that we also talked about, about the number of uh cemetery sites there belonging to people who perished yep Yep. so in february 28th 1911 a mysterious fire (coughs) small but smoky broke out at the bottom of the 1200 foot shaft of the belmont mine at seven in the morning a number of men had already gone below before the seriousness of the situation was realised. The fumes were extremely toxic. Calls to the hoist operator came in slowly at first, but soon became frantic. Although many men were brought to safety, 17 men perished in the mine. All died from the choking fumes and not the fire. A number of the dead had actually made it to the hoist lift, but were so weakened that they fell out of the cage to their deaths at the bottom of the shaft. Actual damage to the shaft was only $5,000. The cause of the deadly fire was a candle left on a pile of dry timber by a careless night watchman. Wow. This was the only major mining accident in the Tonopah mines. The Belmont mine was soon reopened. It produced $38 million worth in silver and gold before another fire in 1939 closed the mine for good. So over I, the- I actually was reading somewhere that the uh, the mine manager who was on duty that day, they were saying there was a fire and he's going, oh, don't worry about it, it's nothing. Just forget about it. Mm-hmm. And ignored the fact that there was a fire because mm-hmm. he said, you know, it's only, only little. But um, then by the time they realised how bad it was, it was too late. Mm. Now, uh, over the years have been many fires in the Tonopa area and Clarence David, remember he's the guy who started to collect all the clowns? Mm-hmm. He actually died in the Belmont Fire in 1942 and he's buried at the Tonopa Cemetery. Now, Leona and Leroy are Clarence David's children. They opened a motel next to the cemetery uh, where their father is buried. They displayed uh, all 150 of their father's clown collection and it became an instant hit. Now, in 1995, Bob and Deborah Pachetti bought the Clown Motel. Uh, Bob's dedication and passion to uh, the hotel shone through to all of the guests who passed through and took time to mention what a great host he was and they left brilliant reviews. Oh, something's changed most something's recently. Something's changed. <laughs> now, uh, he dis- he dedicated 20 years to looking after the guests at the Clown Motel and he was also Convention Centre Director in Tonopa. And they actually... Convention cre- Centre. Oh, I know. <laughs> Hang on. Is I this know. the town we blink, you miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he also created the Jim Butler Day celebrations and was the first rural commissioner for the Nevada Division of Tourism. Now, after more than 20 years, uh, Bob Pachetti decided it was time to retire and uh, with his wife... Five daughters, three sons and 14 grandchildren. Oh, boy, they were busy. The Clown Motel went up for the sale with an asking price of 900000 Whoa. Now, the strict conditions were that the owners had to keep it running as a Clown Motel. You wonder how they do that because once you've bought the property... You could do anything you wanted with it. You could go, yeah, 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 I'm going to keep this as a clown motel. How can somebody who is selling a property demand that it be kept for that? Don't know. Was he going to come back and sue them if they don't? Mm. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, all right. The motel was purchased in 2019 by the Mahar family from Las Vegas. Now, they were experienced. Oh, Las Vegas. Now, experienced... I have to warn you. Hang on. My alarm's going to go off soon. I've got to race out and save the roast pork. But keep going. <laughs> People like to know about our real lives, Renata. <laughs> Okay. Uh, they uh, were very experienced. Uh, they had a wealth of knowledge. They had hotels around uh, the globe and they were very de- dedicated about keeping the Clown Hotel um, oh. as 
the, the Clown Hotel. Bless. Now they invest a lot of time and effort in improving the facilities and renovating the rooms. They renovated the rooms? Not, not, not sure about that. Well, read um, those TripAdvisor reviews and see what they say. <laughs> and um, they wanted to preserve uh, and honour the legacy of the Clown Hotel. Now, then we have um, another person, Hamid Anand, who uh, then kind of moved in and purchased the place, as far as I can see. Yeah. And he moved from um, his native India uh, to this place uh, because he was kind of obsessed by clowns. He You'd have to be to own this place. He went to a circus in India and at 14 years old, um, he just couldn't cope with what was going on in the circus. He says he was terrified by the tigers, the massive elephants, women swinging on ropes from impossible heights, and he left after 15 minutes. But the next day, a friend convinced him to give it another shot. It scared him again until suddenly a clown appeared and transformed the audience's gasps into laughter. Oh, a bit of anxiety there, I'd say. Yeah, and he says... So let's move into a clown motel with 600 creepy clowns. All my life I worked in advertising, he says, so I know that even if you had 10 million, you're not going to get that kind of publicity. I told my brother, see, this motel is very popular and the graveyard, that's the catch. It wasn't long before a and took charge. He prefers to be referred to as the CEO of the Clown Hotel, not the owner, and moved up to Tonopa to merge his collection of 200 clowns with the 800 that came with the property. So hang on, there's 800 now. So we got over 1,000 so now. now. Yep. It, it was, I was scared a little bit. I couldn't sleep in my room, but one day I thought, why did I come here? And after he got the reply, who the hell knows? No, I did. I'm just saying <laughs> The clown went, that, because we called you. <laughs> there must be some divine power. They want me here to run this motel, so probably they're not going to mess with me. It was Bozo the clown oh, calling you in. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The thought of wandering ghosts from the graveyard and endlessly staring clown dolls might have spooked the average hotelier, but Anand isn't the average hotelier. He's a superhero. This is how I knew they were telling me we are here, but don't worry about us. Don't worry. We won't hurt you. (laughs) Now, just before I finish, I did find right at the very end a mention of the Pueblo Pueblo Native Americans Mm -hmm. who used to dress in clown-like costume, releasing their own personalities and welcoming, welcoming possessions of nearby spirits. Um, perhaps clowns with their identities ever-changing allow for portals into the spirit world. I've got to go save the pork crackle. Well, you go right ahead. I'm really good at pork crackle. I'll be back. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, you'll all be very pleased to know the crackle is coming along quite nicely. Um, but uh, it's I've, your turn now. I've had to turn down just, the roast so that it. Uh, well, look, stop talking about the roast. Get on with the Clown Hotel. Jeez, sorry. Some people might be more interested in that than you. You know. Anyway, poor Renata. Um, now, did you know that they'd actually turned this Clown Motel into themed rooms? Yes. So it's not just you book your motel room in the uh, the dodgy. So no, not dodgy. <laughs> the the motel, uh, but they've they've got rooms that have now been themed into the Exorcist. Uh-huh. It. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was it. I, don't think, it was, <laughs> I think it was it and Halloween, uh-huh. uh, which was the, the Halloween movie, mm-hmm. and Friday the Thirteenth. So, which one would you choose? I was going to say which one. Um, I'd go Exorcist, I think. Yeah, I think so too. But I, if it's going to be the soup being thrown at us, I'm not really interested in that. We could do our own movie. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They'd have to put an extra cleaning fee on ours because we'd be sitting there with the Peter Ham soup going... <laughs> <laughs> Spitting it out. Uh, right. We could have so much fun here. <laughs> We're so good. I think we need to book two nights. But after yeah, reading, one, one to clean up. <laughs> after reading the TripAdvisor reviews, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so I thought that was a little bit of fun. A yes. bit of fun there. Yeah. Um, now there are some reports. The general reports there are there's odd laughter throughout the corridors. Um, now I'll leave that one to later. The housekeeper Andrea, uh, she said it's no laughing matter. When I come here, when I come in here, I just get horrible anxiety. <laughs> She's probably read the reviews too. <laughs> I literally feel I literally feel like there's somebody with me in the room. <laughs> She also claims to have seen apparitions in the neighbouring cemetery. Um, did you know that Ghost Adventures went there? Yes, <gasps> I do. Oh, it was such a cracking episode. Is that the one where they brought in um, the, the, the doll doll, you know, Annabelle? I know oh. there was one of those ones. He brought Annabelle and then he, he was trying not to touch her, but he had to. <laughs> and you see, it was almost like a naughty kid where he, his hand sort of looks, he looks and goes... Whack it and touches it. Oh, dear. Anyway, um, they were able to capture an EVP of a voice saying, Hello, it turned on. Mm-hmm. No, it just said, Hello, it turned on. Mm-hmm. An unprecedented footage of a large clown. At least I didn't say that other word. A large clown doll's hand moving off its leg. Seemingly of its own accord. Uh-huh. I remember seeing that, and it looked really interesting. Uh, but the Pachetti, who um, you know used to have the motel, says that the reason why it's haunted is because it's really close to the cemetery, and that's what they blame all the strange events on. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we go to Anand, who you were talking about. Um, he says that the ghosts are benevolent, mm-hmm. so they're nice. They mm-hmm. came with the property; they were inherited. Mm-hmm. He can't do much about it. No. Oh, hello. Well, so I, I heard a voice in here. Did you it's hear okay. that? It's a no, ghost. It's a ghost. Um, he heard that there were um, guests reporting doors closing of their own accord. Mm-hmm. They just shut. Mm-hmm. Mysterious whispers. I'm sure it's got nothing to do with the width of the walls mm-hmm. <laughs> the building. <laughs> and his own experience of hearing noises in empty rooms. Uh, and there was another one there. He said, I was a bit scared. I couldn't sleep in my room. But one day I thought, why did I come here? Oh, you read that one, didn't I you? I did. You've taken all my friggin' notes. Sorry. Again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that see, that was a ghost one. And you took it, Renata. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. But so, he did He did decide to stay because he felt that the, the clowns were actually speaking to him and saying, you yeah, know. Just keep taking my notes. It's yeah, fine. We've called you here. We want you to stay. We want you to look after us. I'm, I'm trying to scribble out bits and pieces now that uh, have been mentioned. Um, so uh, he's heard footsteps, knocking, voices. Um, 
now there is a list of rooms. I, you know how I like to have my menu of rooms. Ah, yes. I, I really tried hard to find a nice looking menu, but it actually was more difficult than I expected. Uh, so this is continuing on about what he was saying. Um, so the list includes room 108, 109, 210, 215 and 217. The guests there report that bathrooms doors open and close, voices whisper after dark and in one case a group of four women reported a ghost in the bathroom who actually offered to fix the toilet. Oh. Now, how's that for a nice ghost? That's weird. But I'm a little concerned that they opened the bathroom door to see... Uh, someone in Someone, someone in, the in their bathroom yes. saying, would you like me to fix that? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that just me that thinks that's odd? Or? It's very odd. Um, yeah. So uh, that's those ones. Then I found a little bit of a story from uh, the Clown Motel Night Clerk or Clerk, whatever mm-hmm. you would like to say. Mm-hmm. Merlina Dufour, she said that mists may show up, an apparition may show up, and that she actually prefers to keep the television on at night because there are so many voices it disturbs her. Ah. But it's a freaking motel. People are coming outside to have a cigarette and mm-hmm. investigate the cemetery and do mm. all of that. You, but if you tell you already, yeah, anything can set you off. Obviously, mm. these people are going in with high anxiety. Yeah. Towy for me means something completely mm. different. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> what my husband is on most nights. Oh, just... <laughs> oh, this is not going to go on the best podcast list, I think. No. Um, now, this was a really cool one that I discovered. Uh, this was a man who was staying in one of the rooms who said that uh, there was a Ronald McDonald-type clown statue standing in front of his bed. Now, that, that I mean, that's, that's truly just, disturbing. That's, that's really wrong for so many reasons. So you can just imagine Ronald McDonald standing there looking at you <laughs> while you're trying to sleep. You've opened your eyes to see Ronald's big red smile. Oh. Uh, he rubbed his eyes. Oh. <laughs> what did you think I was going to oh. say? It's just bad. Rub Ronald's nose? No. The big... So he rubbed his eyes just to make sure he was awake and uh-huh. the big clown was still there. Then the clown lifted his left arm. What? And then his right arm. What? I would have bolted. <laughs> There's no way on God's no. earth I would have stayed in that bed. <laughs> oh, do you use the sheet of protection? I don't even think the sheet of protection would have done it. <laughs> That would have been gone. Oh, that would have been terrible, <sighs> yes. Go and ahead. they talk about, the, the, the because the place is so covered in it, and there, there's actual people who will not go into the lobby because the amount of clowns in there, mm-hmm. and they send them out to do the paperwork. That's mm-hmm. It really happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also reported that some people have had to put towels over the pictures of the clowns in their bedrooms because they can't bear them. Mm. Who goes and stays at a clown motel if you can't deal with clowns? But if it's the only place left to stay, I'd what, sleep what can in you the do? car. <laughs> and, um, there's no doubt about it. But I mean, clowns actually used to be something that brought people joy and happiness, and mm. um, they were meant to make you laugh. So what changed? What the made movies. people the movies? Not just movies. There was one very famous one. Who turned it all upside down? Who was that? Have you heard of someone called John Wayne Gacy? Yes. Who murdered at least 33 young men and boys. And he was known as the killer clown because he used to dress up and go to people's parties and... um, uh, no, not randomly. He he was a clown, but Mm -hmm. um, clown for hire. But... They sensationalised him as the killer clown, but he never actually killed anyone in a clown costume. So it wasn't his thing to get dressed up as a clown and kill people. Mm -hmm. He killed people and being a clown just happened to be his job. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Now, there was uh, the idea with the, um, uh, the, the clowns is that these clowns can actually be used as vessels. 
Mm-hmm. So we know that dolls can be used as vessels and sometimes they would put uh, hair of a child mm-hmm. or somebody who had passed into the doll. Mm-hmm. So it's all, almost like a memento mori, mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes. Um, but they are saying that these clown dolls in this motel are acting as vessels for the miners' ghosts and that they possess the dolls and come to life. Apparitions have been seen walking to and from the graveyard. I wonder if they're as clowns. Are they the clowns walking to and from the gra- graveyard, possessed? Or is it the miners' ghosts? Oh, I think mm. they're getting slightly muddled here. Um, and dis- disembodied voices are heard saying, We mined and we died that day. Oh. Mm. That's and cool. then it goes into the story about the Pueblo Native Americans, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, which you stole from me yet again. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, apparitions of a man have been reported leaving the cemetery and walking around the property at all hours of the day. When one of the previous owners attempted to make contact with this entity, he froze and promptly vanished. Even more clowns themselves have been seen leaving the cemetery. Balloons and all. Oh. Hmm. I've not... That was the only article that I found that mentioned that there were clown ghosts. This is from usghostadventures.com. Do you think, though, that it would be somewhere where people who want to go and play some tricks or do some videoing... Could go out in the middle of the night. Yeah, dressed as a clown. I'm I'm sure. But I've actually got some stories, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to tell you, Mm -hmm. about the type of people that visit the clown motel. Oh, go right ahead. And one of them's a cracker. But just let me finish up Mm -hmm. with this little bit here. Um, So the cemetery is not the only place where the ghosts have been seen, but actually in the motel itself. And people do use motels to take their own life. We do know that. Yes, they do. People die of heart attacks in there. Mm Yeah, so anyway, Room 108 is considered one of the most active spots on the motel, and this is where they report disembodied voices, uh, items being moved around, things going missing, uh, and they call this spirit the trickster. Mm -hmm. So apparently he resides in that room, or she, uh, and once again they mention the clown coming from the cemetery. Now, I might use this moment to segue into the type of people that come to visit this clown motel. So this came from an article called TheFace.com, Culture, the People Who Stay at Nevada's Clown Motel. And look, they they go through and there's um, a couple of different people they mention. Uh, One's just a couple that, you know, they used to come from that place and they, they go there for the weekend to sort of enjoy the clowns but then there was this um oh there was another one that they mentioned that was you know paranormal investigators who have heard about it and they're they're coming in to have a look at the ghosts but let me tell you about this one now her name is Blair Hamilton but can you read what that says Renata Blair C. Panks well if you say it out loud it'd be Blair Spanks oh okay She's 29, and that's her stage name. Uh, Now, she's originally from St. Louis, Missouri, and she's been on the road full-time for a year now doing a clowning, sideshow, burlesque, hoop, belly dance, a little bit of everything, really. And she's a travelling, performing artist. So... She says that she performs as a uh, clown, sorry, and... uh, she wasn't big on wearing the white face that came with the clown, but she likes the red nose. She's performed all over the United States. Uh, she does Lego walking. Wow. Fancy walking across <laughs> Legos. That's, that's that's a new fire pit. It that, is. That's next level. So she, uh, that's her sideshow stuff. So Lego, walking across Lego, glass walking, bed of nails. She does a silly cu- clown striptease with burlesque. Oh, I like this girl. Um, But let me tell you, there is a little bit more that she does. She likes to do um, something different with more sexy or subversive acts included. Can you imagine what that might be? Well, you know, some people are afraid of clowns. um, Um, Okay. But there are some people who also have clown fetishes. Don't. Just be appropriate. Oh, That's I'm going to try. Be, be appropriate. Now, this is probably where the kiddies need to turn off. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, unless you want to explain to them what a dominatrix is. Um, so she is actually a clown dominatrix. 
Fancy. I've never heard of that. Renata's getting really worried. I've never heard of a clown dominatrix until right now. Just let me, because she had a little quote here. Um, They said, if I was a client seeking some of your clown dominatrix services, what are some of the things I could expect to do? And she said, the last session I did. Do not read the rest (laughs) of We covered his living room in a tarp. He brought approximately 30 cans of whipped cream and a bunch of pie crust with fruit-filled pie. This sounds like a lovely picnic. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind a bit of pie with cream. I made him get into his clown makeup while I filled up some of the pies with cream and laid them around in a big circle. Um, He gave me permission to play whatever music I wanted. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, I played some really silly stuff and rode him around like a pony. Um, I smacked him around, pied him in the butt. (laughs) Pied him in the... No, I won't say that word. And um, really silly clown insults while putting squeakers in his face. Oh, that's too far. Putting a squeaker in your face. Mm. I know how much Renata hates that when I bring out the chook. And she forced him to wear a clown nose. Yeah. Um, and she said, it's amazing how many people are really into the clown persona. You get um, paid to do all of that? She got paid to do all of that. And she's a regular visitor at the clown hotel. Um, so that's the type of people that you can find that visits this hotel. Now, did you find that interesting, Renata? Oh, just, it's, it's. Yeah, giving me some ideas for yep. extra. What's that, that page that we want to go to? The um, uh, fans, uh, fans only. only. Fans only page. Um, all right, so the, I'll, I'll give you another couple of ghost stories. But you, you sort of mentioned that, so I thought I'd just segue into that oh, while we right. were there. Okay. Uh, this is um, uh, somebody who was working there as another housekeeper. And they said they've been there for 10 years. And that uh, for seven of those years, nothing really happened. Then one day, I'm behind a window folding laundry. A woman peeked her head back to look at me. I got up to tell her that she can't come back here. And there was nobody there. Came out, not a soul in sight. Mm. I reckon they ran quick. Uh, There was Brun, 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 said um, the medium who stayed there. Oh, if it's a medium, it's going to be true. Uh, said there were no ghosts in the motel. Oh, now, look, we've had that happen to us at Maitland Jail where someone's come in and said, yep. no ghosts here. There was nothing. Sorry, you can all go home now. Yep. Yep. She or, was that offended there was no ghost. She left. Well, poo to her. Um, did, you, did she ever think that maybe they weren't going to show themselves to her because she was such a dick? Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> True. Uh, True. Uh, yeah, that's ego, isn't it? Mm. Um, so she said there was no ghost at the motel, but when she arrived, there was a woman standing behind the woman in the check-in. Uh, shown photos of the employee, Pat Jones, deceased mother, confirmed that it was her. Mm-hmm. So it was somebody that somebody had brought <clears throat> in, mm-hmm. not actually ghost from the motel. Uh, yeah, I've got another little bit of stuff here. Um, oh, now... Oh, I might leave that to the end. Let's go do some TripAdvisor reviews. Love the TripAdvisor oh, reviews. Jesus, some gold ones. Now, these ones did leave two stars out of five, and they said nothing to clown about. Of all the choices in Tonopa, uh, the least offensive price-wise was the infamous Clown Motel, which is self-proclaimed as Australia's scariest, Australia, America's scariest motel, which was $100 less than any other place in town. And they used inverted commas for the word town. <laughs> However, once inside, it may be one of the most offensive dive motels I've ever stayed in, but I had to give it a shot because of its weird history. The good, affordable for a quick rest up. The bad, it began with a 10-inch centipede in the bathroom with large claws, hoping I would not notice until it took a chomp on my foot, but the creature met an early demise. Oh. The internet worked okay unless others were using it. <laughs> then it was dead. On that note, once I entered Tonopa, my cell service was flatline. Oh, my God, that's like a horror movie. You can't oh no. even call out for help. No. Um, so uh, they cannot complain about how... So I'm sh- I'm not sure I can complain about how incredibly unkept the place was because after all they just say it was the clowns that left everything looking old and outdated with paint chipping off the walls. That's spiritual bypassing, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but I did turn on my black light. 
no, no, no. Just oh. see just how dirty the place was. It actually in my room. It wasn't as bad as the last room in Vegas. Oh, to wrap it up, I gave the title America's Scariest Motel is fitting if you like an authentic American dive. Mm. Nice. Okay. Um, now, th- this one was a great one. That was five stars. Friendly staff, great experience. We enjoyed the IT room and had a blast. They offered an EMF meter and we had fun looking for spirits in the old graveyard. This was a fun experience and we will remember it for a long time. Oh, there you go. One star review. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> This is the worst motel in history. The bed smelled like gunk. No working showers or toilets. Haunted rooms. Clowns watching you sleep. I was with my mum and dad and we wanted to visit the haunted place. And when we walked to our room, it smelled horrible and looked horrible. There were stabbed marks in the bed windows, shattered. This is the worst motel ever. Please shut this down. This is not safe for anyone. Oh, dear. They did not have a good experience. No. And now this is from May 2022. So this one's not long ago. One Mm -hmm. star. Mm -hmm. Worst motel I've ever stayed in. (laughs) I was there with friends. We had three rooms. Two of the rooms had no hot water. One of them had a non-functioning toilet. Oh. The heat in my room was wonky and the sheets were stained. (laughs) Everything about our rooms was run down. I reported the wonky heat to the owner. He fiddled with it. (laughs) It made it halfway work I asked what was wrong And he said It must be the clown (laughs) Seems to be a recurring theme, huh? Uh -huh. He said he was there for us 24-7 If we needed any more help But I later tried to get more help with, With problems But the office was locked And he was nowhere to be found Stay away from the clown motel All right Now, just to wrap up Let me get over here so they said while booking the room, they gave me the option to rent an EMF meter for $25. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They've worked out. They've got a business opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're giving everyone K2 meters, and I bet they're mm-hmm. not the proper ones. I bet they're the fake ones. Mm-hmm. And sending them out looking for clowns. Ghosts. Clowns, ghosts. Same thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Words is hard. Now, there was a little quote here I'm going to end with yep. from Perchetti. I tell people the haunt, the cemetery is haunted. If you take a flashlight and go out there at midnight, you might hear or see something. It's an asset for the Clown Motel to have a cemetery next to us. Now, he's telling people, just they're telling people. Yeah. They're offering K2 meters. Yeah. They're blaming things going wrong on um, clowns. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Renata. I feel like I'd, it's a little bit dodgy. I'd go in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would. I would go in a heartbeat. Oh, look, the cemetery, and like it's only eight years old or something. It's It's barely... Any age to it, but still, there's some interesting stories there. Yes. And there is another um, famous place there as well um, within Tanapa. It's one of the ones that was on uh, Ghost Adventures. It's a hotel, a mitzvah or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean, that makes it worthwhile going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you reckon it's haunted? I think sleeping overnight there would be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> absolutely terrifying, but joyous at the same time. Yeah. So I I am 100% there All right. anytime we have the opportunity. All right. We're, we're going to make a commitment here and now that we are going to go to the Clown Hotel, Motel, whatever it is. We'll let you guys know when we're going and you should all try and book rooms to come when we go. <laughs> it will be a hoot. Oh, it would be a we'll hoot. We'll fill the place out with True Hauntings fans and run around the cemetery at night being respectful and see what happens. Are you up for it, Renata? Oh, yes. I'll, Send I'll, us a message if you're up for it, guys. I, I want to see Ronald McDonald put his hands up. <laughs> One left arm up. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then the right arm up. Anyway, look, that brings us to the end of this week's fun episode. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as what we have. Uh, don't forget to follow us all on our YouTube pages, Anne and Renata Frightfully Good, and um, watch the Isaac Butterfield specials uh, with all his Devil's Advocate stuff that he's done there as well. Watch us do ghost hunting proper, or that old lady's faking it, as we like to say. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. I'm speaking light language. Just leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) We might need to go and get another cup of coffee. And uh, guys, stay spooky. Yes. See you on the dark side and remember to be frightfully Frightfully good. good. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of True Hauntings. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. For more on Anne and Renata, follow at Anne and Renata on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or visit their website, www.anneandrenata.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.